0: Hello and welcome to the show, I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton, and on this episode we are diving into the world of entrepreneurship and high school students, talking about the IDEA Centre. And if you haven't heard about it, you are going to love the next 20 minutes with us. <laughs> and to tell you all about the IDEA Centre, we have the lead teacher, Gerard Reinders. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having us.
0: And uh, you've brought along one of the students, Kay Cormier. Yes. Nice to have you with us. Nice to meet you too. Uh, so, Troy, do you want to just kind of dive in, and for people who have never heard of the IDEA Centre, tell them what this program is all about?
1: Uh, for sure, yeah. So, uh, it's a program that's open to uh, grade 11 and 12 credit earning students uh, in the Anglophone East School District. Uh, we do have uh, centres in St. John uh, and in the north in Miramichi as well. And uh, our program is, is based around supporting students in a co-op style program uh, that allows them to pursue the creation of their own social enterprise, business, um, passion project, and really dive in uh, to a venture that they're really passionate about.
2: So I I need to know your background and where the idea came from from that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So I've been teaching in Anglophone East uh, for 14 years now. Uh, Did a business degree at St. FX and then my education degree Um, after that. So I've been teaching and I've always taught um, business courses so economics, entrepreneurship, business management and uh, one thing that I always tried to do with my classes was bring people in from the community um, and try to expose our students to some of the you know awesome people that are here in the community doing cool stuff and uh, what I really saw from a lot of those people they got really excited about the students ideas and what they were doing Uh, and one of the biggest uh, you know, hindrances, I guess, was then the bell would ring and they would go off to their next class and we weren't able to uh, give them enough runway to really pursue the ideas. It, it, it got stuck in that ideation phase. Uh, and so the idea of the IDEA Centre <laughs> is to provide more runway, more opportunity, more mentorship, um, funding in some cases, to have these students uh, create and, and really make it a reality.
0: That's fantastic, so maybe Kay, can you give some idea what that looks like in terms of your your day as a student? Do you spend an hour in the class at the Idea Center? Do you spend your day there? Tell us what it's like to be a, a student in the program.
3: So I'm currently a student at Harrison Trimble um, down in Moncton, where uh, I do my first three courses of the day and then spend most of my lunch at the school. Then I take, take my own time, go to Uh, Idea Center, which is located at uh, NBCC Moncton. Go there, start at 1.20, which is the time that we're expected to be there where we start, and then we go until 3.20, and we're allowed to stay later, we're allowed to go earlier. It's a very free space where you can kind of come in as you please, as long as you're there during those hours. Um, And it's lenient enough with, uh, if you need to go earlier, if you need to be late for other school activities or whatnot. Um, It's very uh, very independent with uh, how you get there and how you spend your time.
2: So when you first heard about the Idea Center, what made you want to get involved? Did you already have an idea in your head for a business that you were thinking of or did you think, being an entrepreneur sounds like a pretty cool idea. We were just talking about the fact that uh, your job is actually working with a couple of friends of ours who run their own business at the mm-hmm. ReConnect Health Center. So do you see them working and you're like, I, I, could, I could run my own business, I can do this. <laughs> what, Where did that come from?
3: Um, originally at Harrison Trimble, I was in one of uh, Mr. Ronder's classes, the business organization management. Um, and I had the own idea of my um of my own business when I went in um, and I expanded on it while I was in his course and then he kind of brought up the idea of the Idea Center like mentioned it to me and I thought well that would be such a cool opportunity like I could develop what I've had in my head for so many months already and it's really narrowed down what I'm focusing on and it's it's a uh, kind of just an expansion of what I've already been thinking of before I went in. That's great and we're going to talk more about your <laughs> business in a yeah. moment but, Jerry, can you talk a bit
0: more about how students come to your program? Because I know you have students from, I think, half a dozen different schools. Yeah. So how, how do you find these students? How do students find
1: you? For sure. Um, so in Kay's case, uh, I was still teaching my mornings at Harrison Tremble, so it was that uh, recruitment piece where I was uh, kind of identifying students who uh, we thought would be a good fit. But um, beyond that, we, uh, we do presentations at all of our local high schools. Um, We're now on the course selection uh, sheets there, so uh, as they're doing their course selection, they can identify um, that they might be interested in this. Um, We do meetings and interviews with students, uh, typically through their administrators or their guidance counsellors. And the more teachers that we have come into the centre and see what we're doing, more opportunities like this, um, you know, students are referred to us, um, you know, in a bunch of different ways and we just make sure that we get uh, we get to meet them and, and try to provide, provide that opportunity.
0: So it's not just as simple as checking that box on your form though as a student to say, oh I want to take this class, I'm guessing you have more people check the box than you have room for a cohort. Yeah,
1: well now that we're on, exactly, now that we're on the course selection we're seeing that growth in our model um, First semester we had six students with us, and this semester uh, we had 17, and we oh. have a we have a large <laughs> cohort um, for next semester already signed up, um, and we anticipate that'll be the growth uh, moving forward. Um, but yeah, we uh, so we meet uh, with with each student that does apply, and uh, I mean the process we, we meet with their guidance counselor and their admin and make sure you know that they they believe that they would be a good candidate that there's somebody that can work independently. But also collaboratively in um, you know a space that's off-site. Um, there needs to be a level of responsibility and that type of thing. But uh, other than that, we there's no mold. That's a question I get a lot. Is like, who's the perfect student for this? And mm-hmm. if you, I mean, you have met the, I, the sixteen I have students to we meet, have. Yeah, your cohort. Um, and they're all very different, working on very different um, independent projects, and uh, that's what makes it really neat. And um, and, and really cool to be able to to do those kind of things, but I mean, we needed flexibility uh, in curriculum. So there's eight different course credits that they can earn with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, each student is doing two course credits um, in different things. Like I said, entrepreneurship. Some of them are doing a leadership credit or a personal interest. Um, so we need that flexibility. We need the time flexibility, like Kay said. Um, Kay actually turns the lights off in our center probably more than I do. Um, just because of the commitment to the work and the project, um, and and having that flexibility, MBCC was very um, willing and eager to bring students in um, and want them to have that sort of post-secondary feel um, to their experience while they're there. Um, and then we need the the mentorship and the coaching and the, and those type of supports, which I thought might be one of the difficult parts, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, a huge thank you to all of our community partners um, because we we have so many people that are willing to uh, give their time and support. Uh, you know, these students as they as they go on their journey, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, you mentioned I got a chance to come in uh, to a special kind of speed networking session that yeah. you guys set up, and it was amazing. You had four minutes to talk with each of the students and learn what they were working on. Some of them asked, you know, what we were working on, and it was the group of community members who came in were such a wide, diverse group of entrepreneurs. And then as you went through meeting all the students and knowing who else was around the table, you went, oh, no, I understand how you guys kind of (laughs) matched up certain interests and different things. And it was it was really inspiring to hear about all the different businesses, some of which are up and running, others are ideas. And uh, I think that's the perfect time, Kay, for you to tell us about your business that you're working on.
3: Right, so I'm working on a youth mental health advocacy platform called Interconnections, um, where my main goal is to provide a physical space where local youth can come together, kind of talk with each other, socialize, create the connections that they need for their own growth and their own wellness. um, And to kind of understand that they're not the only ones struggling with mental health issues and that there is a community they can reach out to even if um, home life or friends aren't uh, the way to go for them. Excellent. And how would they, how would they find this? Um, I have an Instagram at interconnections.nb. Um, I post uh, informational posts, product posts where I sell my own products to raise funds for this um, with my own designs and stuff. So there's that and I'm uh, hoping to have a website and a Discord server out soon. Are you building the website yourself? Yes. Goodness. Oh, right. <laughs> you
2: are learning a lot at this school. <laughs> Talk a little bit about what the Idea
0: Centre has given you in terms of being able to, to run with this idea.
3: Um, well, a lot of it is connections that we make through the Idea Centre. Not just the people that come in for, mentor, for mentoring us or like connections that we make outside of the Idea Centre, but also the students and the uh, people working with us every day. Like there are students that give me ideas, help me to kind of work on what I'm doing at with someone else's perspective and like Mr. Reinders has been there almost every day that I've been there the two semesters that I've taken this course and he's helped me throughout all the stuff that I've done and like the other teachers other staff members there like just have your best interests at at heart and they make sure that they help you any way they can which is uh, not what you would get if you're in a school Right. And, of course, you don't get the time if you're in regular school days, either. Can you talk a little bit about the kind
0: of magic that happens with bringing together students with various backgrounds, from different schools, with different ideas, and having them all working together?
1: Yeah. Um, well, it certainly is magic, and I I'm not sure we uh, have been able to carry it in a bottle yet, but, uh, um, you know, we, we bring everybody in, who's really excited or passionate about something and I think it just they uh, it's not competitive because they're they're doing so many different things but they just raise the level uh, of one another and from day one we really um, focus on creating um, an inclusive and supportive um, environment one of the first things we say is uh, that we're gonna give feedback and we're gonna receive feedback and they uh, to Kay's point really do a good job of asking one another um, to be honest and open with with each other and uh, you get a diverse perspective um, that way so that's super important and uh, you know with me being there as the teacher um, we've got to highlight that there's other staff there as well so um, formerly 3 plus now the Regional Service Commission um, they support us with a youth development officer who is there every day as well whose you know role is to support students but also find um, you know other networking opportunities, events, connections for us Um, and then uh, our uh, youth or sorry our youth um, uh, experiential learning coordinator for the district uh, works out of our space a lot as well so uh, you know with a group of 16 students you know they often have two, three, sometimes four, five, six adults in the room uh, who are always there to kind of support and promote uh, what they're doing by no means though are any of us the experts on most of what they're doing um it's you know in some ways uh my role as a cheerleader um, sometimes it's a um a critic sometimes it's a you know a, a reach out to uh to somebody else um, it's uh it's different each day some days it's it's messy and um, some days it uh, runs really well and it's uh it's always a work in progress and something that we're just uh you know, we're willing to to let be a little bit more flexible and and, uh, make it happen.
2: Is there a prerequisite? Do they have to have an idea in mind for a business or a nonprofit or whatever it may be before they get accepted into the class? Uh,
1: Nope, we have lots of students who um, come in and they, you know, when we interview them, we'll ask them, what do you do? What do you care about? Tell me about your sort of thoughts on our community um, you know, are you passionate about something? What do you do in your spare time? And a lot of times it comes from that. Mm. And uh, I mean Kay is a perfect example of that. It's a, it's a caring for community that often drives um, what happens in their venture or their, or their business and so we do have students who come in and they have a, some of them have a fully functioning business before they get to us and we help mm-hmm. um, develop that or, or grow, you know, help them with their growth model. Um, but others come in and just know that they're not happy with, you know, something that's happening in their school or their community. Um, they recognize an issue and they, they just want to work towards it. And, uh, so yeah, our, not only is our starting point, uh, varied, uh, where we finish and and how and where they go after our program is, you know, very different as well. It's not, uh, it's not a a set, um, kind of step by step model by any means.
2: Which I think is really fantastic yes. and fabulous. Mm-hmm. I could have used that a lot. Like I, 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 I could I'm, use it now. Na- honestly, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like entrepreneurship class and you had to like, you're, you know, the end of it, you had to come up with your own business. And I like, I did flavored straws. And that was the dumbest thing in the world. But now I look back at it and I was like, at least I learned it was dumb, right? You know, and who knew that plastic straws weren't going to be a thing in 2000? And 23 years later, here we are. Paper straws I can make flavored, no problem. (laughs) It'd be a lot easier, but they'd be soggy. (laughs) While we have a few
0: moments, let's talk about a few of the ideas. I know we can't highlight all of the ideas, um, but what are some of the different ideas that have come through
1: yeah the program Um, it's like i said it's really diverse we've had a number of photographers um, who have been really successful uh, two in this cohort who are you know running fully functioning businesses Um, we had nick poirier who was with us a few years ago who was a wildlife photographer uh, pivoted his career path went to holland college to do uh, conservation tech everything he does is really around um, supporting and, and conservation And uh, he was actually uh, published in Canadian Geographic, um, amongst many other um, things. We've had a number of students work in um, sort of music or videography as well. Um, We have a couple of uh, artists that are verified now on on, um, Spotify. We had uh, one of our students who signed a licensing uh, contract with a big producer. Um, We've had some really successful social enterprises Mm -hmm. like Kay. We had Amelia who worked on um, period products being put in all of the high schools and middle schools for our district, which is an ongoing um, thing, which has lived beyond her time at the Idea uh, Center, which is really powerful. Um, We've had, I mean, gosh, who are some of the ones that have been with you?
3: Um, We've had a queer advocate, like a queer youth advocate. We've had a writer, um, cook. Like we have a baker now who's working with her younger sister. Um, just a whole lot of different ideas coming from different categories, I guess, of creativity. Mm-hmm. It's all creative work. It
0: mm-hmm. is, and it, it was really fascinating when I got to sit down and, and talk mm-hmm. with the students that are in this cohort to realize, it, it was very reassuring to see how broad the definition of entrepreneurship yeah. was in the course, because it is. Mm-hmm. And to see, you know, musicians and photographers and social enterprise, it's not just a, make a widget that you could sell to someone and understand the pricing, it's very much, like you said, taking the passions and showing what can be done with it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and I mean I think we have um, you know a lot of programs and you know your entrepreneurship experience was similar to mine when <laughs> I was in high school and that introduction is fantastic and we've had other organizations and uh, middle school groups that are that are really focused on that introduction piece whether it's terminology and that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, our hope is just that our program can then maybe take some of those students that have really discovered a passion and take it further into something that, you know, they do care uh, more about.
2: I find, um, I, Jenna and I obviously have a lot of friends that are entrepreneurs cause you, you end up kind of brainstorming <laughs> off of each other. Um, and I think the number one thing that people say to us is I wish I had have minored in business. So I knew mm. something getting into launching my own business, what I was doing on the back end, and having you there must help immensely. You hope so?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, Pay is I,
2: nodding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Thanks. he does there help. You go. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I hope so. Like, I hope that there's a little bit of a background, um, and you know, I've, me and my wife have uh, a camp that we run now. That uh, so we've kind of dip our own toes in a little bit of entrepreneurial stuff, and and even. Uh, you know, sort of my experiences in helping support and create this program, um, I think I've learned some of those skills as well along the way. Um, But you've always got to be learning and, you know, we say this to the students, it's the same thing for for adults Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, We sat in uh, on Andy Peterson's class, a marketing course, uh, last semester with the group, you know, and they're talking about marketing and stuff. Um, Like when I took a marketing course in university, there was no social media. No. So, you know, things have changed a lot um, and you really have to, you know, be adaptable and, and willing to learn as well. Just like all of these, uh, you know, ventures that the students are working on. I've learned a lot about a lot of really diverse things along the way, which is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. What do you think is going to be your, your big takeaway from having gone through the program, Kay?
3: Um, I think it really helped me to build the skills that I need in the future if I were to choose to build another brand or if I were to start another business because you not only have your own time to work on your own stuff but you get people coming in to show you how to do things to explain to you what different things about business mean. You have people with you who have experience in business like all the time and like just the knowledge that you'll take from it, from other people teaching you and like other people showing you how to do something and being there with you as you do it, kind of that'll stick with, I think, almost everyone that goes to Idea Center. What is the grade level? Like, does, can they start in grade nine? Uh,
1: currently, under the current model, uh, they need to be credit earning, so grade right. 11 and 12. Um, but there are changes coming uh, in uh, how the credits are earned in, in uh, in our province, I guess. So uh, there may be opportunities for them to, uh, to join us earlier.
2: Interesting, because like you said, there's some of them that are coming to you with fully functioning businesses already. So there's, you know, there's a pretty good chance that they started obviously quite young. Yeah. Um, so yeah that's that's interesting I mean not that my kids are gonna do it but <laughs> well they might who knows they might they might surprise me but well, I love <laughs> the fact I when I was coming to
0: spend the day with with you guys I mentioned it to my kids on the way to school and my daughter who's in grade 6 has been in the middle school for two years where we are was like oh yeah the ID center I've heard about that and so-and-so's mm. come around with their stuff that they were selling and I was like this is fantastic and then I got to know more about the program I'm like Okay, so I want all of you to really yeah. think about taking this when the time comes.
1: <laughs> yeah, good, see that's what we need. We need uh, that recruitment pitch all the time in, in our houses. And I think, if I can add to like what the takeaway for the students is, um, I think it's a level of confidence. And we were talking about that when we were out front and I said to Kay, I said, would you have ever done this a year ago? Um, and I think your answer was no. <laughs> no. right. um, so yeah, that's, I think, part of the thing that maybe is, uh, makes me the most proud is mm-hmm. uh, seeing how far they come uh, in that confidence that is going to take them in all kinds of different directions, but the ability to, you know, stand up and speak and, and in many cases advocate for, um, for their peers. It's really important.
2: I love the mix of all of the high schools coming together because you would get a chance to, especially with what you're doing with your program, Mm -hmm. problems that are happening at this school that may not be happening at your school that you wouldn't have thought about. Like that really opens your eyes to a lot of different aspects as well, right? And you get to make friends within
3: the community. Yeah, and I think the ideas from like different schools, it comes from the environment that they're in as well. So you have people that are in Riverview, you have people in Moncton, Dieppe, like all these people are coming together with their own ideas and their own experiences. And just, it. Uh, broadens the horizon of like what, what ideas can be brought to you. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I think that's definitely something that as it grows, I hope you're able to keep that element where it mixes students from different schools and doesn't just become something that's in each school. because yeah. Yeah. It, it needs to have
2: the, the collaboration. Kind of magic. I, yeah.
0: I would love to see each school be able to have a group. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, that's, that's <laughs> another day, another time. For people who are listening and watching who are going, oh, I know a student going into grade 11 that maybe should be marking this off on their forms. How do people find out more about it? Or if they just wanna follow along, I know you guys profile a lot of your students yeah. on social media.
1: Yeah, um, you can find us uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Idea Centre Moncton. Um, we also have a website, uh, ideacentermonkton.ca and students can register right there. Oh. Um, it takes about you know 30 seconds and then we follow up with their schools and we come and meet with them. Um, so that's, that's the easiest way. Um, there's an opportunity for uh, parents or teachers to message us on the website as well if they want to recommend a student. Uh, we can take it that way. And um, and if you know, you're in your school, you can go talk to your guidance counselors, administrators. They know about the program and can kind of speak to it as well.
0: And Kay, can you remind us again what your Instagram account is? So it's interconnections.nb. Great. And yeah. I'm sure your website will be there in the link once it's ready. Yeah, once it's done. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you both so much for coming and sharing with us today.
1: Thanks for the opportunity. It's, yes, thank you for having us. Yeah, always great to talk about the program. And uh, uh, again, thanks, uh, you know, great to have community support and, uh, and people who want to invest in the students.
0: Oh, I want, I definitely want to invest. There, there were things <laughs> I was taking notes of, things I need to buy, people I need to hire. <laughs> 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 thanks, everyone. We'll uh, be back with you again next week for a new episode.